All right, man. So we got to kick it off with the breaking news uh, for the NBA start, man. We got a new big blockbuster trade with the Brooklyn Nets landing former MVP star of former star of Mm -hmm. the Houston Rockets, James Harden. What a big blow to the NBA. Uh, A huge Woj bomb, to say Mm -hmm. the least. Um, Spike, let's get started with you on your reaction to this trade. So first of all, you know, uh, I thought you were going to name him appropriately. It's uh, James Hardy's right now because that dude is fat as hell. This nigga here, boy, showed up to camp at least, you know, in college, they call it the, the freshman 15. This dude that got, what is he, in year 12, something like that, the, the year 12, 20. Like, that's what he got. This dude came in 20 pounds, at least overweight. I'm like, bro. And so he's going to lose it. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely going to lose Now that he has something to actually play for, now that he actually cares, he's definitely going to lose it. But, yeah, so J- James Hardy uh, goes out in the most dis- – dis- one of the most disgraceful ways I've ever seen. He uh, basically – he showed up. I mean, I, I respect what he did initially. He showed up, was like, look, even if I'm fat, even if I, I don't care about what's going on, I can still drop 47 and 17 when he first came back. Then after that, for the first time since uh, his OKC days off the bench, he went four games in a row with dropping less than 20 points. So that told me right there, that's just disgraceful. That's just like, oh, you're not even trying. I watched in that game against uh, against our squad, against the Lakers, AD blocked this dude four times in the first quarter. I ain't never seen that before. Like this dude, he wasn't, there was no lift on his layups. There was nothing. He was legitimately throwing games. He was sitting there just like, ah, whatever, man. Y'all gonna get rid of me, whatever the case may be. And had the audacity to say that it can't be fixed when you the reason it can't be fixed. That's what was killing me. I'm like, bro, nigga, you are the sole reason why that they are that that whole organization is in a frenzy right now because you didn't, you wanted to show up out of shape. You wanted to not participate. You wanted to be hanging out in the strip club, surviving off wings and energy drinks instead of coming to play basketball. Nigga, you did that. So I, I think that uh, now that he got out, now that he got what he wanted, which was to go to Brooklyn, which is crazy, by the way, had I been the rock, because I would have never sent his ass to somewhere he wanted to go to. I'd have sent him Sacramento or Chicago or something. But they, they did him a favor, sent him over to Brooklyn. Um, I feel like that's going to be by far the most offensive power we've ever seen in NBA history. But I don't know if it's going to work. I, I don't know yet. Uh, it's too many between Harden and Kyrie. And, you know, Kyrie picks and chooses whenever he want to play basketball. So and between them two, chemistry issues is already going to be crazy. And then whether Harden wants to actually play, I mean, where Kyrie actually wants to play or not and and, uh, and go into um, a system that works for all of them, I, I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie doesn't play defense. Harden kind of plays. He plays playing defense as of late, but um, it's not enough. It's not like he's a solid defender. He'll play when he needs to sometimes. And KD is a pretty good defender. You know, he's getting, you know, because of the injury, dudes are still blowing by him now and everything. DeAndre Jordan's washed. Joe Harris ain't guarding nobody. Jeff Green ain't guarding nobody. I mean, at this point, they're going to be one of the worst defensive teams ever, but with the best offensive team ever. So I genuinely do not know if it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? What, uh, what, what say you? You think they're going to make it happen? Oh, man, um, I couldn't wait to talk about this. So 
James Harden, of course, we know that he's one of the most skilled um, ball handlers in the game right now. Uh, it's going to be – actually, I want to – I want to – my reaction is, for one, my, my initial reaction was it actually happened because I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Um, same, same. <laughs> excuse me. Throughout the year, uh, with them having – the luxury of, um, you know, all of the players that they had, Jared Allen, um, Karis LeVert, Dinwiddie. When Dinwiddie went down, I, I really thought it wasn't going to go because I didn't think they would have the man power to get make the trade happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, initially when the, when the drop, the news dropped that, you know, it was heating up, the, uh, he could possibly go to Philly or Brooklyn I was like, damn, it must have been the, the comments he made at the end of the game of where, uh, you know, Boogie Cousins said, like, it was downright disrespectful because he basically said, like, the team's not good enough. Right. He's done all that he's he can do. Which he hasn't. Which he hasn't. Because if he would have done everything he could do, he would have brought him a championship. That's what I'm saying. So Thanks. he didn't do all he could do, but he said he did all he could do only to be – sent to the team that he ultimately wanted to go to in the first place um, for the whole season. I don't understand. So my second reaction was, wow, Brooklyn really did it. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen (laughs) happen from Houston. I mean, I wouldn't have – with a guy with that type of leverage, he had all the leverage – well, they had all the leverage in the world yep. because they didn't have to trade him. He Not had at all. two more years on his contract. They could have said, you could be mad as you want, but you ain't getting traded this year. The same way they did to Ann Davis. Mm-hmm. And he'd have been mad as fuck on the bench, yep. but he wouldn't have played. And they would have got to see, he would have got to see how it feels. And then ultimately they probably could have got more for him. Um, for sure, for sure. They they essentially they essentially traded this dude for um because ultimately they end up getting Victor Oladipo. So they essentially trade him for Victor Oladipo and picks. Right. I'm like, right. are you kidding me? You first of all, if I'm the if I'm the Houston Rockets, even whether whether this dude is showing up to work or not, I'm not making that trade without Kyrie. Off rip. I'm telling you right now that I, if I'm giving you James Harden at this point, I need Kyrie, I need, I need Joe Harris, I need Karis LeVert, and I need some picks. That's what I'm saying. Right. And, and you can and you can take it or leave it. Straight up. I just don't understand. Uh, and I'll talk. I'll talk a little bit more about the the details of the trade later because I didn't understand how the third teams uh, that went into it got the players that they got, but. Um, like I said, I'll get into that later. But uh, one of the things that intrigues me about this team is uh, the fact that, like, all the analysts, none of the other analysts believe that this team will work. And as much mm-hmm. as I don't think it will work either, there's a small bit about me that's kind of like, maybe this could maybe. work. Maybe, and maybe. it could probably work in one of the wildest ways because – for one, they're in the East, so they got a little bit of a, a lower bar when it comes to trial and error. They can they can fuck up a little bit this season, mm-hmm. still scratching claw their way to the playoffs and crush some teams in the first two rounds. For sure. um, but 
Um, it really does depend on if Kyrie comes back. I, I don't think that this team goes to the finals. They, they could still make the Eastern Conference finals, but I don't think this team goes to the finals without Harden. I mean, without all three of those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, like, see, when you're saying the thing about the East, I thought it was very interesting is that, you know, for years, all we heard was LeBron couldn't survive in the West. LeBron goes to the West his first full full season he wins a championship and now he is currently dominating the west and if you notice all of a sudden all the superstars in the west want to go east now they running these niggas are running they like oh lebron in the west lebron dominating cool let me go ahead and take my ass over to the east now so i i find that very interesting so when you look at the east now right the nets going to the finals is likely, but it is not a guarantee. And the reason why it's not a guarantee is because, so let's say first round, you know, worst case scenario, first round, the way that Miami's playing right now, they'll end up seeing Miami in the first round. So Miami, although they'll lose, they're going to be pretty tough. So Miami will take them to, let's say, six games, probably. So then you, after Miami, then you're going to run into somebody like, um, probably, probably Milwaukee. You'll run into somebody like Milwaukee. So good luck. With that team, with no with no actual real defense, good luck stopping Giannis. They'll still probably beat him, but that means it's going to be six games again. Now you go to Eastern Conference Finals, you got to go against Boston, and Boston is cooking right now. Boston, I think, right now currently sitting with the second-best record in the NBA behind the Lakers, number one. So um, it's not a guarantee you're going to get through those three teams. It's not guaranteed. It's likely, but it is definitely not guaranteed. So they need to hold up on this, pump the brakes on this one. And the person who's under the most pressure is Mr. James Hardy's. He's not getting Harden back until he loses the weight. So until then, he's James Hardy. And he's under the most pressure because he is the only one out of all these guys that we're talking about that actually have a shot at winning a championship, aside from Giannis, of course, but nobody believes that. Well, it's it's uh, between LeBron, AD, Kawhi, KD, Kyrie and Harden out of all these dudes that got a shot at winning the championship Harden's the only one that has no ring so he needs this more than anything and he's under the most pressure too I agree James Hardy's uh he looked <laughs> he kind of looked like uh Fat Albert when he had the crushed velvet on <laughs> and the shoot around that, that was crazy bro um I can't believe he came overweight to uh the season like that but i do believe give him a good solid two months um yeah. you know come uh all-star break he'll be back to um good form and and i wouldn't uh i wouldn't say any longer than that he might come back a little sooner than that because yeah. he'll hopefully be motivated now that he's in brooklyn where he wanted to go um you know what what i think about in all of this though is just like the fans we still miss all of this, mm. like, I would love to go to a Brooklyn game. You know, oh, I don't live that yeah. far uh, oh, yeah, yeah. from you Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that. yeah, like that ain't nothing. But you know, st- we fans still can't go to games. Um, so Ridiculous. like, we're, the, one, we're in- the one, the one time, the one, and this this just goes to show my luck, right? The one time I have uh, two different opportunities. I, all, all I want to do is meet the king, take a pick with him, right? That's all I want to do. Two 
of my homies that I'm cool enough with to actually be able to get like a shot to go meet up with them somewhere to get beat Bron, Trez, and Quinn Cook. Both of them is my dogs. The they both on the Lakers, and I can't go to no damn game. This shit is it's crazy. I'm yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I got I got cool with Trez last year and he was on the Clippers. Now he's on the Lakers. We can't have any fans to go to the games. I'm like, damn, bro. That's what that's my one shot. All I want to do is dap the man up, tell me to go get a picture, be out. That's yep. all I want to do. Yep. That's yep. all I want to do. Call it a day. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta uh give my George, I mean my LeBron story before uh we switch topics, but um my one time to meet LeBron that I thought for sure I was going to get to shake this man's hand yeah. was, um, I think we were in Sacramento and uh, Wiz was performing and, um, you know, like security is telling everybody on stage, like LeBron's coming. So I'm like, oh yes, this is the time. This is the moment. <laughs> I'm on stage already. I'm like, all right, word. So uh, he's performing I'm standing on stage, you know, bopping with him and shit. And uh, they start bringing him up. So as they're bringing him up, um, you know, like there's doors behind us. So I'm looking at the doors behind us, but I, I don't see him coming. I'm like, well, I just heard security because I got mm -hmm. the um, the um, uh, walkie. So I'm like, I just heard security say he was coming up. I'm looking, I'm looking. He don't come through the door. Meanwhile, like I hear, uh, I see Wiz go far right of the stage. And he's got like a VIP section, right? Sitting next to the stage, but it's, you know, dang near behind the stage. Yeah. But everybody can see him. So I'm like, oh my God, they brought him <laughs> through the other door. Oh, well, I try man. to go over to his side and there's Wazoo security, like presidential security. Like, oh man, like, I'm already I can't, doing. I can't get over there. It's him, Brony, and somebody else. And I'm trying to get over there to like say what's up. And I couldn't, bro. And there was a point when he was about to leave, I believe, that we were probably about, like, not even five feet apart. But there was, like, three guys in between us. So I couldn't even say, yeah, like, yo, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah couldn't maneuver your way through him. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, damn, gee, this is crazy. Like, oh, the man. closest I got was, like, six degrees of separation, for real. <laughs> Yeah, you was man. in the same group, but just couldn't, yeah. just couldn't get over that line. Yeah, yeah. Right there, but I couldn't get through, G. That's right gotta there. hurt, man. That's gotta all like it ain't like I, I don't want to do too much. I just want to right. month telling me to go get a picture, be out. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't gonna be doing too much, but yeah, we 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 need to we're gonna get there. We're gonna, gonna get gonna there happen. one day. I, I like what I like what Braun did. Um the the uh the boys uh RDC, you yes. know, dudes, like I, that was that was really dope how Bron did that. Them, them dudes been making Bron videos for years, hilarious. And um, Bron finally responded to the one where he said, I'm 36, I'm 36. <laughs> hey, them Bron videos are definitely funny. Like, mm -hmm. and you just think about it too. It makes you think like, do Bron ever really spaz? Like I know Bron <laughs> going there and spaz on niggas after games they lose, especially the games where he walk out the, the, uh, off the court early, like I didn't yeah, oh, yeah. be waiting for him in the locker room. Oh, yeah. like, None niggas think this shit is a game. I'll get all y'all traded. Straight <laughs> up, the one when, when Danny Green missed that three oh, and game God. was a game five. I know LeBron. They they them RDC cats hit it perfect. I know Brown walked up behind him, put that nigga in a headlock. Was like, yo, that was a rap, Danny. Danny, nice. that, I, that will forever. 
even though we won that championship, that was Danny Green's certificate to getting traded, right? Oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, as soon as he that, delivered. That he got, when he came when when they won the, the the championship, he probably had a pink slip in his um <laughs> in his locker. Like, yeah, you know what this is. You know what? He came into he came into the facilities the next day. They changed his code. Yeah, right, like, Danny, <laughs> like you'll get in when we, until we let you in. Yeah, it's, it's over for Danny, and he and he and he, and he had uh. Uh, they had some cats. I don't know if you saw the video where Danny was playing and uh, he got heckled and uh, the dude was telling him, he said, Danny, you like 0 for 10. Danny was walking. He was walking to the locker room. Dude said, Danny, you 0 for 10. And Danny yelled, I got three rings. I'm like, first of all, first and foremost, it's he hilarious. the alpha in Correct. any of them. Correct. So you need to, you the need to knock it off. The he probably had the most uh, in because like he set a record that year. Three point percentage, 2014. Yeah. But I mean, but even at that, it's like, first of all, it's, it's more so hilarious that that crowd was like a crowd of family and friends and he still got heckled. Like, how you, how you get That's heckled? somebody's cousin or, yeah, son, everybody or child. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be talking to Bron's little cousin like that. Like, <laughs> no, Sam, you got heckled by somebody on the court's brother or something. Like, that shit is crazy. Hey, that's like uh, Russell Westbrook getting into it with Rondo's brother. <laughs> like, nigga, you gotta come see me to get a haircut, nigga. <laughs> Straight up, like, Talking damn, that shit, I... your hairline gonna be going up, nigga. Bro, <laughs> you know how much, you know how trash a nigga gotta be playing for you to get heckled by somebody that you can immediately get at right after the game. That means they got no fear in your ass. They're like, yeah, yo, whatever. None. <laughs> From the friends and family quarantine zone, they heckling you. You're trash. Get off the court. Straight up, like, they better to what he say. They better double me. They yeah, better they be double me. Like niggas, make a three point shot. They better double you just for you to get sent home at five. You know what I'm saying? That's how I go. Max. That's how I go. Man, man, let's bounce on over to football real quick and talk yeah, about man. the NFL playoffs. Um, unfortunately, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that I love. I know you. Um, you love the Steelers too. Uh, well, you know, I've always been an Eagles fan, but okay. like I've always been, but I obviously went to school in Pittsburgh, living in Pittsburgh for four years. Um, I, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers culture for sure, but Eagles fan though. But so, you, know, so I, you I, had I, a hard I, season. You had a hard season as well. My season was worse than yours. So, <laughs> definitely, you know, yeah. definitely. But my season I, was disgusting. I feel as though I would rather have a season like yours where we know what the ending is rather than a season like ours, where it's like, man, we going to win this year again. Yo, we went 11 and 0, right? We went 11 and 0 and then Ooh. one and five in that last final games. So to talk about what we are going to talk about, um, the Steelers uh, lost the playoffs, first round of the playoffs to the Cleveland Browns in Damn. a shootout, which really wasn't ever really close. Um, they started no. to try to make it close at the end, but Cleveland was too much for them. Uh, defense played terrible, offense played terrible. We'll dive into it. Are you more happy for the Ravens or mad at the Steelers? Uh, I'm definitely more mad at the Steelers. And the reason why I'm mad at the Steelers is because, you know, although I am not a Steelers fan, I am a Mike Tomlin fan, right? I, I love when, you know, there's, there's very few black coaches in the NFL and he's one of, he's, you know, He's one of the best. Like, I, I like, they, I, I saw rumors that they was talking about getting rid of Mike Tomlin. I was like, shit, if y'all do, we'll take him in Philly. We'll take, we'll take him five hours down to, you know what I'm saying, five hours east. We'll take him. Because, like, listen, you cannot blame Mike Tomlin 
for the game starting off with the motherfucker sending the ball over Ben Roethlisberger's head right in the end zone. And by the way, Ben Roethlisberger pulling the Cam Newton in the um, in the Super Bowl a couple of years back, not diving for the ball. You you gonna not dive on it? The shit's in the damn end zone. You go like, and that was for me. It's just like, okay, this is lack of effort. That's lack of everything. He looked at Connor like, you should get it. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, so so y'all just don't give a fuck about this game. Okay, I got you. All right, that that told me everything I need to know right there. So I just think that I mean, what was it? And the first call was it 21 to zero or something like that? Like it was just it was it was absurd seeing them go down like that. So I I think that uh, you know the Ravens. Um, Lamar's a beast. No, no question about that. If he actually, uh, I feel like if he wins, like we, we, on the sports show that I was doing, that I'm doing, he, we were talking about, uh, uh, they were comparing him to Mike Vick, you know, Mike Vick's my favorite player of all time. And they were saying like, he's, there was some chatter that he's better than Mike Vick. I'm st- I still don't agree, but there was, you know, there was, but they were saying that if he takes it to like, he goes to the Super Bowl, you know, they have, they're saying they have a legitimate conversation there. So I, I'm definitely, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But I, I just feel like the Steelers, bro, like I, that was, that wasn't, that was sad. That was bad. I was sad about it. I know you was going through it. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what do you, what do you feel about them? Cause I know you got a lot to say and I know you was going through it being the Steelers fan. So what's, what's, what, what, what was you thinking, man? I was ready to tear this shit down from behind me. Man. <laughs> I'm already doing Um, I'm definitely more mad at the Steelers. Um, usually, now I wanted to go with being more happy for the Ravens, but there's no way that I can be happy in this situation at all when you have a season where the Steelers, regardless of the tough schedule um, or not, they win 11 and 0. Yeah. Um, what team? Steelers team has ever went 11 and 0. That was right. the first. So I mean, historically, we're talking about a team that done something that no other team, Steeler team has done. So mm. right that right there had me baffled that after 10 and 0 we couldn't barely win. I mean 11 and 0 we couldn't win any games. Struggled. Against the worst teams too. Like the first part of our schedule were the harder games where we had to play a, t- a undefeated Tennessee Titans team, and then turn around the next t- the next week and play a, a division leading Baltimore Ravens team in Baltimore, and turn around and play what I think two or three easy games. But like I said before, we got into the I wouldn't even say the thick of our schedule, but eleven and zero, you're kind of coasting at that point. For sure, for sure. So for us to get to the playoffs um, with the, what were we, the three seed? Uh, I was already pissed about that because we should have been fighting for that number one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the with them losing a second game at the end of the season, had we not lost the three games at the end, we, we could have been very well 13 and, and three at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah and had that second spot or, you know, maybe the, the third, first spot. But anyhow, um, to lose to the Baltimore Browns, I mean, the, uh, <laughs> the Cleveland yeah, Browns. Same, same shit. Yeah, same, shit. same, same shit. Uh, mm-hmm. To lose to the Cleveland Browns and the way we lost to them, that was absolutely one of the worst games I ever watched. From the first hike of the ball 
to when it went in the end zone to the last play um, where we were driving and, and we, had, we had scored a few touchdowns. They decided to punt it on fourth. That and was then, terrible. That, that's, that was that, that, that was side right there. That was and one, fourth and one, you go for that. But see, what, what made it even worse was they punted and then the defense allowed them to go right down and score. Yep. And then, so at that point, I'm like, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And then yep. I'm thinking, all right, well, if with this this next drive, we have to score and go down mm-hmm. in the field and throw a pick. So I was just mm-hmm. like, I was tired of, tired of Ben Roethlisberger. Four picks. Um, four I'm, picks in one four game. Four picks. There's no way you could come back from that. Um, I just didn't see how, like, had we stopped them on that drive where they went down after missing, um, punting it mm-hmm. on fourth down, we possibly could have came back and won that game. Possibly. Yeah. But even even in overtime, I was kind of scared that we might have been one and done because we hadn't did shit all game on defense. Mm-hmm. Baker mm-hmm. was running free. Um, the receivers were catching it at the first down mark most of the time. Uh, they ran it whenever they wanted to run it for short yardage, big yardage. Um, and their passing catch for their yak was going crazy on us. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have all of our players that we started out the season with. Um, so that's always uh, a sad part to to see, you know, the guys that came in in the season, fought hard for us to be 11-0 undefeated and then be out because um, there were guys along the way. But what I will say about this season is um, there needs to be a lot of changes coming to offseason. For sure. Uh, 41 million for Ben Roethlisberger is unacceptable. If they're not trying to look to either move him or get him to take a pay cut, um, which I think he's restructured his contract at least twice uh, already. So he probably isn't going to be willing. But I also believe that Ben could could possibly be contemplating uh, retiring after this year. He should. He should. I don't know that he will because he said he he still feels like he can contribute and help out the guys. And, look, he's played well in a few games this season, but a lot of the, the games he hasn't played that well. And um, for, for whatever reason, Ben has always been a gunslinger. So with that being said, the older he gets – you, you know, you lose a step, you lose a little bit of quickness, whatever, whatever. I don't see him being the guy that's going to get us to the Super Bowl any more, especially just off his arm. We need yeah. somebody else. Uh, and if we don't make some type of changes, um, we'll just be doing right what we did this season, um, getting our way into the playoffs and then getting dumped off by one of our division first, people. First round, too. And yes. the thing is, your division is just getting better and better, too. That's what it makes is. it crazy. It's it getting is. better and better, you know. While while my team's division is is the laughing stock of the NFL, oh, your team got the worst division, division in the NFL, I believe. By far, it's not even close. Every year, somebody makes it with like a losing record. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like y'all just... be seven and nine, all fighting for a playoff <laughs> spot and division, the division championship. It's to disgusting. The of the six and ten teams, man, it's disgusting. <laughs> like the fact that the Giants 
was actually trying to argue us down about why we didn't help them get into the playoffs. It made it made no type of sense. It just goes to show how pathetic our division is. Like, yo, yeah. y'all complaining about not making the playoffs with a losing record. Yeah, y'all division stinks. Um, y'all should have done better. One more games, you wouldn't have to worry about. That's what I'm saying. Don't you wouldn't have to worry about us beating. And then, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about you know Philly, but. If they would have won more games, but it is what it is. Um, they had a tough season, man. Uh, yeah, that whole division goes through it. I mean, you see, like there was games that the Giants won that I didn't think they would win. Um, yeah, um, there were a few games that they won key this season, as well as the Washington uh, football team. Yeah, they. They. Uh, I mean, there was there was points for us. I think that, uh, you know, Dougie P, it was about time for him to go. They, they let his ass go. Um, thank God. And um, Jalen Hurst was a bright spot this season. I like Jalen. I like Jalen. I think Carson, he got to go. He's Carson, a big contract to move. We, we, done, we done mortgaged our whole future on him. And he is just, I mean, he just ain't it. Wentz just ain't it, man. So he, he got to go. I hope that uh, I hope that we can move that contract. And, let you know, me we ask the question. With yeah. Doug Peterson gone, though, do you believe that he will be back? Because the GM signed him, the GM's not just still there. I feel like we know that he was changing plays. Do you mm-hmm. think that he returns somehow with Peterson gone? I think that the Eagles are going to try him out another year. Unfortunately, I think that uh, I think that once once has a. Uh, one says that Kyle Kuzma luck, like he should have, he should have been gone, but they're just going to keep him around just cause, you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, Kuzma's different, obviously, cause he's, they didn't more, Lakers didn't mortgage a future on him. They mortgage the Eagles mortgage a future on Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying? We gave him that big contract and then he just fell off a cliff. Um, so I, I, I don't know exactly what he's going to do next season. I mean, may, maybe we can, we can chalk it up this one time to maybe it was Dougie P but we'll find out, you know, only time will tell. But at the same time, Jalen Hurts, I, I got, you know, I got faith in him. You know what I'm saying? He he definitely, he showed some bright spots and he showed some bad spots too. You know what I mean? That that last game that they played, uh, it's, he was playing terribly. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he was cooking. He was playing terribly. And, uh, you know. I, he did I, I, have two touchdowns. He just didn't throw the ball that well. But he did have yeah, two Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let me, let me rephrase it. Not so much terribly, but it was like the, what they, the, the Giants and other teams making a big, what they made a big deal out of was not necessary. Like they were saying like, oh, it's a disgrace to football because they put in a third string quarterback. I'm like, yo, you, but I was like, bro, you acted like Jalen Hurts was balling out of his mind. You act right. like he was going crazy that like game. Like he had 300 and 100 on the ground or something. Yeah, like you act like he was going nuts <laughs> that game. It's like, do I do I think that they should have kept Jalen Hurts in? Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like I'm not about to lose my mind talking about some, oh, it's a disgrace to football and they disrespected the game. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Like, he's talking that stupid shit to uh, Eli Manning talking about this why we hate the Eagles or some shit. I'm like, shut your ass yeah, up. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Well, who told us – the Browns were the Browns um, is the next topic. The Browns uh, obviously beat the Steelers. Um, they're on to play the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the number one team. Um, and for this whole season, it's been looking pretty consistent that Kansas City will return to the net. I mean, the finals, of uh, the, the, uh, the championship. Do you? Um, 
do we think is this the Browns team of old or is this the new Browns that we're looking at here? Like, do you, do you think there's a chance uh, the Browns can beat the Chiefs? And uh, mm-hmm. what do you think about this Browns team? I mean, you know, they say any given Sunday, but you know, that's just wishful thinking. Them niggas ain't beating the Chiefs. They ain't beating the damn Chiefs. Like, they listen, the Browns, I will say, as everyone has to say, them dudes have arrived. You can't sit there and act like they haven't. They have arrived, but there is no way in hell that they taking out Patty. They're not taking out Patty Mahomes. There ain't no chance in hell. But they've arrived, like just just by them not only making the playoffs, but then getting a win in the playoffs. That that shows that um, um, that uh, Baker has arrived as a quarterback for them, and that shows that they they are a legitimate squad, a legitimate contender, probably for years to come. You know, and this is all without OBJ. You know what I'm saying? So when when they, uh, I just don't think. You know they got a shot, but I don't think they're going. They're going to do nothing uh, with the with the Chiefs. But I think that for the next couple of years, at least three years, they're going to be pretty solid. I think that they're. I think that they're. You can no longer look at them as the jokes anymore. But and then in that same breath, like you're supposed to do this. Y'all been trash for like twenty years. At some point, them draft picks got to turn into something. You know what I'm saying? They they took the the Sixers. Uh, uh, trust the process approach and just extended it. Like at least the Sixers got it done in like five years. These dudes got it done in is a it's been a minute. A it has been time. a minute. Long time. Like 19 years is a long time for any team, any franchise, uh to not make the playoffs. That's a crazy hell of a stretch. Um I agree with you though. I believe this team has arrived. Mm-hmm. I believe that Baker Mayfield is no longer the laughing stock of the league with his progressive commercials. Um, but um, he's still not, he's still not wowing me. Um, I believe that had uh, the Steelers actually played better football, they would be in a better position, but I'm not going to take away what the Browns have been doing all season. And that's been running the hell out of that ball. They got two, Pro Bowl running backs who each got a thousand yards on that team. Um, so I mean, there ain't shit you could say about that, but wow. Um, they were one of the top two uh rushing teams in the league all season. And when you look at the weapons that they have with not just on the outside with um OBJ who's hurt, um, and uh um Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. You look at Hooper, Austin Hooper, who they brought mm-hmm. in. You still got Njoku, um, mm-hmm. who's a, athlete, a big athletic freak that they probably should use more. But um, the young guys who come in, Higgins, uh, what's the other guy's name? I forget. Uh, but they got a nice, nice young receiving core, uh, and their offensive line is – one of the best in the league. You have uh, two guys who are all pros on that offensive line, one who's a rookie um, who's played outstanding. And, um, I mean, listen, the Browns, I can honestly say the Browns are not the Browns of old. This is a new Browns team. Um, They will contend every year from here on out unless, you know, injury comes. Mm -hmm. I don't see them being uh, the big brother of the the, uh, division yet. But I, I think it's a nice three-team race again to where uh, any three of these teams could be um, in the playoffs. Um, this year with the changes, that's the that's why we see these three teams 
Ravens, Steelers, Browns in the playoffs at the same time. Um, and I think it's going to stay that way, especially with the way they've, uh, you know, changed the league around now. Um, so I would say that the Browns are going to be legit every every year now from here on out. Dude, I think mm-hmm. they beat the Chiefs. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> Not a chance in hell, bro. They can give themselves a good shot if they can keep it low scoring mm-hmm. and run the hell out of that ball because um, the Chiefs are a good team. They're actually an excellent team, but they've been in some battles this year, sure. but they are battle tested. Uh, mm-hmm. So Without without you know further ado, I'm gonna give them their props as the number one team. But I will say the Browns are a legit uh a legit contender this year. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. It's gonna be interesting to see, man. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um hopefully, uh hopefully they make it a game, you know. Yeah, hopefully, you know hopefully, I mean? hopefully. It, could, it could be a shootout. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> hope, let's hope let's hope it's a game. <laughs> hopefully I mean, it is a game. Let's, let's hope it's a game for real. Um, but yeah. they better not single cover cheetah. We already know. Yeah. Because if they seen, do that, it's a wrap early. Seen that picture before. We just all seen that movie. So yeah, you're right about that. All right. So let's bounce over to NFC and AFC championship predictions. Uh let's start with the AFC. AFC, AFC. Uh so right now we got the Bills versus the Ravens. Yeah. And, and we Chiefs. got the Chiefs against the Browns. Who you seeing in that in AFC championship game? I got the I got the I got the Chiefs and the Ravens on that one. I think I think Lamar, you know, and that and that's just yeah, you know, that's just gonna be a good little two black quarterbacks going at each other. I think that's gonna be kind of cold. Like I got I got uh the Bills are tough though. Don't get me wrong. Like the Bill, that ain't that ain't about to be an easy game. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens, that ain't about to be no walkthrough. That's gonna be they gotta earn that one. Lamar gotta be special in that game. So I think that uh I think it's gonna be the Chiefs and the Ravens. And I think, you know, I think shit, I think the Chiefs gonna kill them. I just say, you know, I, I got so much faith in like what, what Andy Reid got going on over there. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I got uh Excuse me. I just, I just got them. I just got them going in that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, shit. Where, where, where you at with it? Um, for the AFC Championship game, uh, in the first game, the Bills versus the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to take the Bills. My head was saying take the Bills, but my heart is saying take the Ravens. And here's my reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the after the first game that Lamar Jackson has won in the playoffs, um, against a team that was a formidable opponent, but I felt like this was a team that the Ravens had beat before in the season and they could dethrone them again. Um, sorry, yeah. King Henry, stellar season, but you had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I take the Ravens because I love what they do on the ground and they have a ground and pound team with that defense. They got mm-hmm. a crazy front seven and their back end isn't bad either. Pause. Um, because uh, Peters, um, their safeties, uh, they they tend to handle things pretty, pretty, the whole shit down. So I don't see Buffalo just being able to do what they want in the air with these guys. I know mm-hmm. Diggs is stellar season as well. Mm-hmm. 
Cole Beasley been a cold beast this sure. whole season. For sure. But um, what the Bills don't have is a crazy running game. Um, you know, Josh, Josh Allen can run the ball as well, and he's great with the RPOs. But I just don't see them being able to run the ball on this team. And that's going to be their Achilles heel to be able to open up for these receivers because um, unless they got some really good schemes, the Ravens are going to cut that uh, field down and make it real short. Mm-hmm. And on offense, I mean, how can you game plan for Lamar Jackson? You can't. You cannot. Um, so he, they might frustrate him a little bit, but he's going to pick him apart at some point, whether he passes it or he takes off for 80 yards. And, and once he gets sideways with a guy, it's a wrap. He's mm-hmm. running past him. For sure. So um, I'm going to take the Ravens in that one. Uh, I think they'll probably win a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the other team in the AFC, I'm going with uh, no explanation needed. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, for sure. So Chiefs, Chiefs, Ravens again. So we are, we on the same we on the we same on the, page. We on the same one. page. Mm-hmm. So now we'll, let's swing over to the NFC where we have the Packers and the Rams. Which will be, uh, I think it's actually the main event. No, 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 because that's the Saturday game, I believe. Yeah. So the main event is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the the, Saints, uh, Saints, New Orleans Saints. So who you got for the NFC Championship? Uh, So, you know, as much as as cool as it would be for the Rams – so it would be, it would just be cool in general for the Rams at this point for the Rams to win it all. You know, as far as LA Lakers won it all, the Dodgers won it all, having the Rams win it all. That that be it would be dope, be a nice little story. But in reality, that ain't happening. They about to get smoked by that bad man Aaron Rodgers. They getting smoked. Aaron Rodgers going like now. Now the, the thing that's going to make this determine whether it's going to be a blowout or if it's going to be a close game is is uh, Donald playing. Is Aaron he, Donald is, is playing. Donald is playing, um, okay. but I believe he's playing hurt. So we'll just have to see how those ribs hold up. That's what I'm saying. So that that that's a huge factor into it. You know what I'm saying? If he's playing, if he's playing and he's at least ninety percent of himself, then I mean, then shit, they'll keep it close. They still gonna lose, but at least they'll keep it close. But um, you know, I got I got Aaron Rodgers. He's just you know he's having an MVP season. Like he's just he's he's cold, man. There, there's not really much to say about that. I feel like the Packers are going to get him out of there. And then the game I'm looking forward to is the Bucks, the the old man, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Um, listen, I like the I, I would I, I like the Bucks. Um, you know, it's it's a nice little story. You know, I, I love. Uh, I'm not really a Tom fan, but I, the fact that uh, LeBron be hyping him, you know, LeBron be showing him love all times so or just off the strength, I, I show Tom a little bit of love. But I think I think this is Drew Brees' last shot. I think this is it for him. So I think that he's going to go all out. I think he's going to, like, Brady, he, he, Brady still got, like, another year or two. You know what I'm saying? I think I think Drew Brees is just, this is it. Like, this is, he knows that this is a wrap for him. So I think that he won't go all out. Uh, I think that uh, – that um, the uh, uh, the Bucks, you know, I, I knew there was going to be. I mean, playing the fucking Washington football team, I knew that wasn't enough, and I just, I just don't know. I don't know if they got enough. I don't know if they have enough for for New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I got it, New Orleans and the uh, and the Packers, okay, in, the, uh, in that championship game. All right, so um, I'm gonna talk about <clears throat> uh, briefly about 
the undercard, which is the um, Packers and the Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rooting for AD and the Rams uh, for the obvious reason. Like you said, LA, I want LA to do their thing. Um, also, AD's from Pittsburgh, so that's a big shout out to him. He went to mm-hmm. Pitt, whoop, all yes, held a pit. Held H2P, held a pit. Yes, but um, <clears throat> I don't know if AD and Ramsey will be enough. I'm, I'm sure Ramsey's probably going to be watching Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and that offense is so crazy with like you said, uh, Aaron Rodgers having an MVP season. Devontae Adams is not the only weapon. And even with Jalen Ramsey on him, I think he's still going to get busy. But they I don't think that the Rams have enough defense for that offense. Um, Marquez Scandal, Scandling, I can't, I can't remember his last name, but him and Lars, is it? Larson? Yeah. Larson? Yeah. Those three guys uh, are everywhere. Like, Larson is running routes from one side of the field to the other side of the field. Um, Scanling, if you put a linebacker on him, he's toast. Um, and you put your best defender on Devontae Adams, and he still gets an end zone. So, um, uh, I'm going with the Ram- I'm going with the Packers on this one, not the Rams. I'm sorry. No, for um, sure. I, I think, in all honestly, it could get ugly if they don't uh, actually score some touchdowns. Yeah. Because that's the problem with the Rams team. They have a stout defense, but their offense is pretty stagnant to where they can dink and dunk their way into some good situations, but they do not score a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this gets into a shootout, I don't believe they have enough firepower. So I'm taking the, I'm taking the um, Packers the on Packers. this one. Yep. Now for the main event, the main card, um, I mean, you can't talk about it enough. Tom Brady, uh, one of the goats. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to give him his props because he killed us New England in New <laughs> England every year. We were second rate to the New England Patriots because mm-hmm. you know I'm a Steeler fan, but the guy's good, nevertheless. Yeah, um, Drew Brees. Hall of Famer, first battle Hall of Famer, um, 80, 800,000 yards or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, past Tom Brady in a lot of categories, past Peyton Manning in a lot of categories. These are the top two and probably not two yeah. uh, guys that are playing oh, sure. to, uh, on Sunday. So um, it's going to be a, a, a knockdown battle. Um, I think it will be high scoring. Mm-hmm. Because the only way that the Bucks win is by scoring at least 30 on you. Um, their defense was stout in the beginning of the season, and I don't know what the hell happened to them. Um, and I like the narrative that Drew Brees goes out on his shield uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So I think this will be a knockdown, drag out, back-to-back fight. But I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers on this. Ooh, oh yeah. I'm gonna so say it up, huh? I'm gonna say Buccaneers, Packers, and the NFC. And you are gonna have to listen next week to find out who I pick for the for that game to win. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Old Man Brady, mm-hmm. Goat Brady versus <laughs> the 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 upcoming Goat. Aaron Rodgers, the bad man, as uh, Stephen A. would say. Bad man, yep. Uh, That's who I want to see punch it out and um, 
that's a crazier narrative. I'm not saying that it wouldn't, it's not going to be a crazy narrative. Drew Brees makes it because yeah, it will be, for sure. but, but you can't, I mean, I'm salivating at the fact that Brady could face Aaron Rodgers again for what possibly could be a, another Super Bowl rent, uh, run for Tom Brady. Crazy. With a whole new team. Crazy. And Aaron Rodgers finally getting some redemption from not being in the final, you know, championship for all these years since he's won a championship mm-hmm. on the cusp of a season where he's possibly the league's MVP this year. Mm-hmm. And the last game that these two teams played, Brady whooped his ass. Oh, but sure. Cooked they they Bra- cooked him. Brady whooped his ass. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers played terrible. Uh-huh. So I, I can't wait. I hope that you know Get the NFC. Did him like Jake, did him like Jake Paul, did Nate Robinson. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was one of them ass whoopers. They was looking like Jake from State Farm out there. Like <laughs> that's how bad it was looking. Straight up. Straight up. Man. Yeah, it was ugly. It got ugly, man. That was yeah, that, so- but those are some good predictions. I like uh I like the AFC predictions. Um, we were on the same page for that. I had to switch it up on you a little pretty bit. Much, yeah, pretty much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. But we pretty much yeah, we pretty much same on that. Um, so we bounce over to uh, the NBA again, mm-hmm. and uh, let's 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 talk about our top five NBA power rankings. So, um, mm. have you been able to actually sit down and spar with this at all? So I've I've been watching. You know, I have been yeah, pretty much every day since the season started. I've seen at least one game, at least watch every single Laker game. Haven't missed one. Um, I've been focusing on uh, watching I, I never, something I never thought I'd say in my life. I've been watching Charlotte Hornets games, seeing my dog Mello just just ball out. You know what I'm saying? No, no pun intended. Uh, listen, man, uh, right now I got the power rankings. And again, you know, we can't include Brooklyn uh, because, you know, they haven't played any games yet. But I got the uh, Lakers number one for sure. The only team that even comes close to even close to being able to contend with the Lakers right now is shit Philly, you know, and Boston, Philly and Boston. Um, they both balling and Boston is balling without Kimba even being there. So whenever Kimba decides to come back, then that's going to be totally different. So I got, uh, I got the Lakers who are just, and, and when you watch the Lakers, man, not just saying it cause that's my squad. I mean, they are just so much better than everyone else. Like, I don't think I've seen one game this whole season out of the, uh, what they play, they're 10 and three, I think. So 13 games, I have not seen one game where they put maximum effort from start to finish. So they be half-assing and blowing teams out. Like the Lakers just be, if you just look how just, just, just very methodic and very chilling and LeBron just kind of just taking over games. LeBron will coast quarters one through three, then in the fourth quarter, just turn it on and be like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and uh, drop 14 points this quarter and let's go ahead and win this game. And I just seeing them, the way that they play it, I'm just like, oh, we, we, we nasty right now. I, I think that the Lakers are going to, I think that we're going to remain that way through, for the whole year. But however, we do need for specific teams. We do need an athletic big. We do need that. You know what I'm saying? As much as I I do not like uh, how JaVale played in a lot of games last year, the fact that Cleveland has now picked up uh, Jared Allen, I feel like JaVale might be bought out because you got to think now they got Jared Allen, uh, um, 
uh, Andre, uh, uh, they got Drummond and JaVale. So at this point, it's like, you know, JaVale's just taking up space. So I think they might buy JaVale out. And I think if they do, the Lakers need to pick him back up just for certain teams when we come play in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Gasol is playing excellent ball. But there's certain times when you get an athletic big that he's got to go up against, that's going to be a problem. You know, so um, for just as far as power rankings go, to, to answer the question, I'm going to go Lakers one, uh, Philly two, uh, Celtics three, um, four. Uh, I mean, I guess the Clippers, but they're not, you know, pandemic P and he does this every year. He balls way off P. Way off P. He balls, <laughs> he balls during the season, then just disappears. So, I mean, like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? So, I, I think that, uh, and then, and then five, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Brooklyn, maybe not. We'll, we'll all see. But I, I think that right now the Lakers are way ahead of their competition. I feel like the only way Lakers are losing is if they don't care. I feel like Lakers have got to beat themselves. The games that we've lost is the games that we didn't even care. Like there's been uh, the San Antonio game. That was a game where, you know, that, that was a, that was a ridiculous game. That was a game where LaMarcus Aldridge all of a sudden just for, for no reason at all turned into AD. Like this dude was hitting threes. He had like five threes. He was he couldn't miss every time he shot the. They were every time they shot a three, it felt like it was going in. They were shooting like seventy five percent from three in the first half. It was some absurd number. So games like that are going to happen. But I think that the Lakers. I think that this is this is going to be it. Unless unless Brooklyn turns into something special, I think the Lakers got this. I got. I think we. I think we're looking at ring number five. Ring number five for the goat. I like that. Um, so I took. I took similar approach uh, with my top five power rankings. I definitely got the Lakers sitting at the top. Like you said, they're yeah. uh, from the PG to the center position. They're solid. I love their bench players. Um, Mark Gasol starting to light up a little bit. Yes. Um, now uh, taking on the role as a stretch five. So when he's in and when he's knocking down those threes, I think I seen you say something about that on Twitter that uh, it's dangerous. He's dangerous when he can yes. knock down that jumper. Mm-hmm. Um, at number two, I have the Celtics um, because they started off kind of ugly, I think, with like three straight losses. And then since then, they've been on a tear. They've only lost, I think, four games. Um, started picking it up for yeah, sure. Yeah, so they're, they're like nine and, nine and four, I believe, at this point. Um, so Jalen Brown's been on a scoring tear. And uh, you know you can't can't not look at the fact that these two young guys Tatum and Brown are really killing it uh, this year. Um, at three, I'm gonna go with the Sixers because Embiid has played um, MVP like. In all honesty, yes. Yes. Um, I, I'm I can't even be uh, I can't even lie about that. You know the, we'll talk about it later. Uh, they, they've been calling for MVP Luca this year. Mm-hmm. But um, one player that I will say has played pretty MVP like is Joel Embiid this season. Absolutely. Um, I kind of wish that Jim uh, Ben Simmons would have been traded, but it's still to, early. Uh, to Houston. Yes, I thought he was going to get traded. Um, not saying that I wanted Harden to go there, but I felt I feel like they're one move away from like mm-hmm. this team being the actual beast in the East contender. And it's got to be a move of Ben Simmons because until that guy develops a shot, he's always just going to be what he is right now. Yeah. Um, number three, I got the Sixers. And number four, I'm actually going to go with um, the Bucks. Mm. 
Um, hmm. Now, I didn't want to pick the Bucks over Brooklyn, but with this Kyrie mess, um, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Now, we just got Harden, so I didn't want to shift their power yet. But if you think about it, with the move of Harden, mm-hmm. they can honestly move up a spot or two. Um, but they're, I'll tell you where they're at in minds in just one second. Um, yeah. But the reason why I have Milwaukee is because uh, as much as it was a big talk in the uh, offseason about where Antetokounmpo was going to go, um, whether he was going to resign or go to the Heat or whatever, um, now Brooklyn has taken that spotlight off of him. And the Milwaukee Bucks have actually been playing pretty good. Now, they have lost to some teams that they probably shouldn't have lost to, mm-hmm. like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But the Knicks have been playing great this it, season. It, it's really weird. It's really weird. You know, and like Austin Rivers, of yeah. all people, just started cooking for some reason. It's started really cooking. It's really odd. Started cooking. But um, I will say they're still one of the solid teams that I look to come out of the East. And with boss uh, with Brooklyn having the spotlight on them now as being finals or bust, yep. I still look at the, the Milwaukee Bucks as a very solid uh, number one team out of the East. Mm-hmm. Um, and my number five, even though they've um, been on uh, sort of a losing streak uh, in the last four or five games, um, I still look at my no- number five top team as the uh, Phoenix Suns. And mm. um, I didn't put the Clippers – only because um, I can't lie, man. Bias gets to me a lot with these guys. Yeah. The Clippers yeah. are paper champions. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to love this team until Kawhi and PG either separate or they win a championship, which I don't think I can utter those words ever with LeBron uh, still it, being in a Lakers jersey. It ain't happening. But <clears throat> <laughs> it ain't happening. You know, you know, everybody loves to love the Clippers right now. So, yeah, um, of course. you know, they do have a solid record. But I like the Phoenix Suns, the top five team. And here's why. Because um, you see what they were doing in the beginning, um, asserting their dominance uh, with CP3, teaching the young guys. Um, You know, I haven't really seen too many big games out of Book. Um, He's been playing pretty good. Mm -hmm. But um, I've seen a lot of growth coming out of Aiton with CP3 at the helm. So, um, and then they're pretty deep on the bench, especially yeah. with bigs. So I like this team uh, to go pretty deep in the season and make a nice push for possibly, you know, that uh, seventh or eighth spot. I mean, they might actually be in the five and six range when it comes down to it, as long as they stay healthy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I it could, it could come down to uh, them being in uh, – the thick of things when it comes playoff time. So um, now I tell you, if they, if, my, they, if, they don't, if they don't if they don't make it to the playoffs, and that's going to be a problem because they're but with with you got CP three on that squad, you know what I mean he he took the he took the Thunder and they don't have any player remotely close to uh, to book and then and even should I even say Aiton and he still got he still took them to playoffs. Actually, got my thing is they was like the sixth seed, so it wasn't even like they barely made it. So. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, they actually surprisingly have a little bit of pressure on them. Like you, you got, you know, CP3, Devin Booker, Aiton. I mean, you, you, you're kind of required to at least make a AFC, at least at very minimum, just make the playoffs, you know? Um, 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of teams that look good. Surprisingly, the team that we're playing in about uh, about 40 minutes or so, the Pels, they have a really good team on paper, right? Like when you look at them, they're a very they're a big team. Like you know, what I'm saying you got uh, you got Ingram, who's what Ingram's about six nine, something like that. You got you got uh, you know just as far he's on, he's on, Zion's only six seven, but he's like obviously one of the biggest players in the league. You got my boy uh, Stephen Adams, Pitt. You already know, hail the Pitt. Steven Adams, yes, sir. Seven, you know, seven foot two, big, big dude. Yeah, they, they got a, I mean, they they have a big squad, but the fact that the Matt Alonzo's a six for seven point guard, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like for some reason they still have yet to put it together. You know what I'm saying? They still struggling. Mm-hmm. They got uh they got uh what Stan Van Gundy coaching right now. And um I don't know, they 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 just they, yeah, they just haven't put it together, you know. Um it's gonna, you know, as usual against the Lakers, it's always some some guy that's gonna just be unstoppable from three for some reason on us. So they're gonna play tonight, and somebody is gonna drew catch fire. Yeah, you know, the air- Redick might start hitting from the logo or some shit. Yeah, tonight. some it happens every time. Like it's always one guy that randomly starts going off on, from three on the Lakers. But could um, be Brandon Ingram. Oh yeah, you know he he still got a little a little smoke. You know what I'm saying? For getting traded. And listen, Ingram, if he was listening, I would love to tell him we would have loved to keep you and send Kuzma's ass over there. Right. We would love to. We'd be I'll, unstoppable if he was still on the team. Oh, easy. Over Kuz? 100%. 100%. I'm Come still, on. you know, Kuz is the funny part about our squad with Kuz is like, you know, last year the issues was Kuzma and Danny Green. I was like, as long as we get rid of them two dudes, we'll be good. Kuzma somehow survived another trade, got rid of Danny, Wes Matthews moves in. The first few games, Wes Matthews was damn near unplayable. And I was sitting there, I'm like, damn, so we just basically traded in Danny Green for another Danny Green. And then Wes Matthews, I feel like he started seeing them uh, tweets of people comparing them to Danny Green. He said, oh, nah, oh, nah. He hey, saw DG. those tweets. I was like, yo, let, yeah, let me let me get in the gym. And he started balling. So pretty much everyone is balling. I mean, I feel like every single game, um, every single game I watch, uh, I watch Kyle Kuzma play, I catch myself getting on Twitter because, you know, I usually live. You usually I'll be live tweeting on the game. And I always catch myself saying, what does Kuzma do? Like, legitimately every single game I see this dude you know I mean I, I'll give him this he puts forth effort but I mean what is effort without doing nothing like you you yeah you're trying but you're, you're trying is putting us in the hole making a stupid foul or something it's, it's always something with this dude so um you know you know, I, I, we kind of got away from the initial point, but that's what Kuzma does. Kuzma just like, he yeah, just he'll take you off. Because when he come off. in, that's the type of shit he does. He'll come in, he'll throw up an air ball, or he'll come in and throw up a brick, or, you know, throw a behind the back pass to nobody. Um, <laughs> I, I love Kuzma for the fact that he is a character and he kind of fits with this team right now. Do I think he will be the future of this team? No. I think uh, Kuzma will probably be a nice asset to be traded later, um, but I think he may still be on this team for this uh, finals run again. I think for this next, uh, for the the Lakers to bring back 18, trophy number 18, I think he probably will stay as a Laker. 
Yeah, they they they, they give him that contract for some reason. They 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 love Kool. Like I said, I'm thoroughly convinced he's either one or two things. It's either he got some uh dirt on Vogel or he's smashing Genie Bus, one or the other. Because there's no way that this dude keeps surviving these trades, trade after trade after trade after trade. There's no way. There's oh, no way. There, there was an opportunity when um, the season right before the season started, Buddy Heal. There was a report that came out that Buddy Heal was having a beef with the Sacramento Kings upper management, and he wasn't even speaking to Luke Walton. And so that was a sign, like, hey, this dude's ready to go. Now, would there be a straight up trade? Uh, Cougs for Buddy Hill? Hell no. Nah. But you start throwing in picks, you start throwing in little some, you know, money, you start throwing in another player like that. And Kuzma, shit, we could have got Buddy Hill. That's what I feel like before the season started. But they just love Kuzma for some reason. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to think that uh, last year when we started the podcast, um, we were talking about um, KCP <laughs> and Kuzma and Rondo yep. and how trash KCP was yep. in the beginning of the season. And then, look, he turns around and he was, I would say, the MVP of the other guys because oh, for sure i mean when it came to playoff um when it came to his playoff involvement he was a key that we needed like his 10 or 15 points every game we needed his you know two to three threes off the bench well mm-hmm. not off the bench but you know what i mean yes we yes. needed his his contribution and then he yes. did his thing on defense so i i have to applaud kcp because he was a real nigga yeah. All season, he stuck to his guns, and he kept he kept shooting, and and we needed it. Um, Kuzma, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say Kuzma. On the other hand, um, there must have been something up when he came to the game with that fishnet shirt on. Maybe <laughs> Genie Bus was like, "Listen, you know, sexy it up for me." You know what I'm saying, and I'll I'll, I'll grant you a negotiation straight up. Next, you know what I'm saying yeah. because. Kuz has played like I don't know who he is. You know, this is not the Kuzma that I wanted to stay on the team mm-hmm. when everybody else was about to be traded. Because mm-hmm. when everybody else was about to be traded, I liked Kuzma. I was like, this nigga's playing hard. He could actually, he has potential to maybe be a good player. Yep. And ever since AD got on the team, it's like he lost his identity. Like, who the fuck am I? Yep. Yep. Kuzma, listen, man. First of all, First and foremost, KCP is proof that bullying works. That's what it comes down to. Everybody want to get rid of bullying in this era? Hell nah. And if it's bullying kids, yes. If it's bullying grown men, hell nah. Bully away. Bully away. Because KCP was horrible at the beginning of last season. All people did was bully him in his DMs, bully him in his mentions, bully him on the timeline. Every every Laker game, KCP was trending for some trash shit that he done did, and he took that and said, "Okay, cool. I want to I want to stop getting bullied. So let me ball." Not only did he start balling, he turned into a very important integral piece to them winning the championship. So it was like, "Cool, all right, bullying works for them." Kyle Kuzma. He he he's the other way around. It's like he not only he he starts to get bullied, but then there's also a handful of people that start coddling him, and that's why I feel like Kuzma is just like he he just ain't it, man. Like he he really just ain't it. Kuzma is the type of dude, as I've always said, if you put him on a trash team that has no expectations, that's going nowhere, you know, the Bulls or the Cavs or the uh, 
um, you know, like uh, the Wizards, something like that, he will ball. He'll average 25 points a game. But when there's expectations and he has a role and you need to win, Kuzma is not it. He just he just ain't that guy, point blank, period. So he'll be there because I'm just convinced he didn't survive three trades in two years. So at this point, they're going to keep him. He's going he's gonna to be around at least for, for the foreseeable future unless he does something really terrible this playoffs, which is very likely. You know, um, I just feel like every game, it's just at least twice a game, I'll see Kuzma make just a really boneheaded low IQ play. He's going to do it tonight. He's, gonna, he's literally going to, like, we haven't even seen it. I promise you there's going to come a point tonight where Kuzma's going to go. He's going to do something stupid. He's either going to jump for a pump fake. He's going to get the rebound. He's going to look off LeBron, and he's going to drive down into, like, two niggas, miss, blow the layup. They're going to come down the other way, hit the ball, three-point swing, just hit uh, three-point uh, three, three swing just like that. It happens over and over again. It's almost routine at this point. So um, I think that, uh, but even in the midst of that, even with the Lakers battling against their own guy, the Lakers still are cold. cold. That team is cold, man. Like the the, the uh the addition of my dog Trez, man. Trez is cooking. Monster that dude Trez. comes off the bench. Yeah. He comes off the bench and just it just be snapping. Schroeder, Schroeder was Schroeder was a good, a very good pickup. Just getting to see Braun play off ball too. Like Braun's averaging like 26 points right now, just playing off ball. I mean, it's 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 incredible. It it's is. really incredible to see. Like he, this is. is a this is a fine two machine. I do think that they're gonna need to pick up another athletic big at some point. Uh maybe be Javel if he's available again, pick the Javel back up. But outside of that, man, I think we I think we got this. Solid, solid, very solid. All right. Um, I only have one more thing unless you wanna uh get into something else, but I'd like to um, finish with um, the MVP talks. Mm -hmm. And uh, is this Luca's year? Are we going to see more Luca magic and him raise that trophy? Or is there another viable uh, person to win this MVP this year? You know, when it, when it first started, I said it was going to be Luca. A lot of people predicted it's going to be Luca, but I don't know how, especially like guys like me and you. I don't know how we miss this. It looks like LeBron is making another debate in this one. He's like, this dude is on a tear, just making the game look so easy. Like Luca, before the season started, we all assumed that this was Luca's uh um, this is when he was gonna step up, right? Season first started off, he he was he was a little, he was a little out of shape. He came in the league, he came in the season a little out of shape, first two, three games. Luca wasn't really putting it together. Now, 13 games in, he's starting to really turn into the Luca that we all know and love. But LeBron, man, the way that if, if this dude, if LeBron continues on the same path that he's playing on right now, LeBron might be, he will not, not he will be in that conversation again. Now, whether they give it to him or not, who knows? He should have got it last year. They gave it to Giannis. So who knows? But um, I think that, I think that Braun. And it's gonna come down to Braun and Luca this year. You know, I, I like uh I like what Embiid is doing, but I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna hold that the entire season. Um, there's no way in hell that they're gonna give it to anybody in Brooklyn. So Katie or Harden can forget about that. Obviously, they're not giving it to Russell Westbrook this year. Steph is starting to pick it up. So I mean that that's that's a good thing over there. You know, Steph's picking it up a little bit. Um, you know, since so talking about the Warriors, shout out to my guy, another hail to pit player, uh Brad Wanamaker. That's my dog. Shout out to Brad. Um 
But um, yeah, I think that the uh, I think that um, uh, Steph, LeBron, Luca, I think one one of them, and I think that it's probably it should be LeBron, but they'll probably give it to Luca. You know, they have uh, they have the MVPs have LeBron fatigue. That's pretty much what it comes down to. They's like, hey, listen, he deserves it, but we're tired of giving it to him, so we're gonna not give it to him, which is absurd, by the way. But um, yeah, Luca, Luca's cold, man. He's the future. Luca, Luca's definitely the future. I think that he can. I think that one day he definitely can be considered the best player in the league. You know, after LeBron retires, of course. But I think that Luca one day can get there. You know, what I'm saying, where, 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 where do you have him? Where do you have him as far as MVP and as far as uh, his ceiling? So. Um... As far as it goes with Luka Doncic, I love the young guy. Um, I think that this has been a ploy season for everyone to call out Luka as the MVP because we've seen Giannis dominate the league for the past two seasons and get back-to-backs. For some reason, it's hard to get that third MVP. you don't normally see a three-peat when it comes to the MVP trophy. So Mm -hmm. I think for that reason alone, they had to pick someone, and that pick was Luka Doncic because what he did last season and the surge that he had with this team despite not having Kristaps the whole season. Mm -hmm. Um, He played without Kristaps. Kristaps came back. He went out again. Um, So I believe that Rightfully so, he should be a a runner um, in this race. But the clear-cut winner right now, to me, um, in all honesty, looks like Nikola Jokic. Uh, mm. I mean, he has the highest per in the league right now with efficiency, Um, you know, um, just the minutes. Uh, you know, obviously his free throw percentage, he's above 80% free throws. Um, he's above 55 uh, shooting from the field. Um, and he's he's shooting almost 40%. So he's shooting about 36% right now from the three-point. Um, and this is a guy that we all know um, has a monster stat line every night. Right now he's averaging 24 a game. 11 rebounds and 10 assists. I just saw it. That's why I said, so damn, this dude's yeah. averaging a triple-dub. Yeah, so he's averaging oh a triple-double right now. In a season where Luka Doncic is the face of the MP, MVP race. So, um, granted, I love LeBron, and I think this is another season that we can, you know, he, he'll be right in the thick of things as the MVP. But, um, sure. um I wouldn't say that it's Luka Doncic's year for the MVP race. Uh, Mm. In all honesty, um, we could be looking at another year that KD might, might win. Um, I know them winning in the East has a lot to do with if he will be the MVP or not. But uh, you know, this is also a season where the scoring title could go to a, a guy on a losing team, Bradley Bill. Uh, unless they trade him, which they need to do, get Brett free Bradley, free Bradley Bill, <laughs> uh, NBA free Bradley Bill, please get him um, out of there. But yeah, uh, I, I would put um, Nikola Jokic as my um, Joker's going to be my clear cut number one right now. I'm Damn, I didn't. I, I had I had no clue he was averaging a triple double right now as a center. 
Yeah. It, oh I mean, my that's, god. That's unreal. At triple double, like ten assists, average. Oh of course, rebounds. God. We expect that from a big, and and he's scoring over twenty. So, um, yeah, man. In twelve games, he's 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 playing off the charts, and you know, for a guy to uh, get ten assists a game, um, and and average what he's averaging. Now, I will. I look down at his uh, turnovers, mm. and he is uh, he is averaging a good four turnovers a game. So that means. He's probably had a few games where he might have had five, seven, yeah. maybe turnovers. Yeah. That's doing, bad. Yeah, um, but he, that means he's handling the ball too much, too. Yeah, he's yeah. Doing a little bit too but much. we also got to put in the fact that Jamal Murray was hurt for a few of these games, mm-hmm. so he has had to handle the rock a little bit more. And yeah. with Murray coming back, his assist total could go down a point or so. But I think uh, he keeps this up. MVP could be knocking on Denver's door for Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I I feel like if the uh if Denver see the De- Denver just they just lost to somebody. They, they just lose to the Nets, I think, right? They just lost to yep. which yeah, like you know, shit like that. That that that's kind of concerning because it's just like you supposed to spend a, a Kyrie list Nets. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to win those games, especially as like as a contending team. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to win that game. You know, um, but yeah, shit. I, I had no clue until just now. Jokic, damn. I'm just <laughs> like, damn, that dude is booked. Cause we were just talking about uh I remember uh when Embiid went off and just destroyed the heat the other day. I remember somebody on Twitter was saying, Don't ever compare that fat Serbian to Embiid again. <laughs> And then I'm looking at the Zach because I'm like, oh damn, it ain't even close. Because you know that's always a comparison in Bead and uh, and uh, and Jokic. But I'm like, damn, I didn't know Jokic was cooking like that. Yeah, triple that's, dub, G. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Well, that, that's gonna be interesting to look forward to, man. That's that's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, listen, man, the final final thing that I, I had to just say, you know, just to just to shift a little bit from uh from sports, you know, just it, it's something that uh that I feel needs to be touched on is uh, <laughs> we talked about on the other show, these jackasses at the Capitol, boy. Oh, oh these <laughs> idiots at the Capitol, man. Listen. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, for everyone, anyone who's been living under a rock and doesn't know that Trump supporters decided to storm the Capitol hasn't happened since I think it was the 1800s or something like that. And they decided to storm the Capitol to try to stop the uh, votes from being read for Trump being out, kicked out, uh, or Trump being um, um, outvoted, uh, did not get accomplished, but they came in there, five people dead, uh, one girl got shot. Uh, on uh, all on the internet, they done made memes about it. I mean, normally I wouldn't laugh at stuff like that, but she definitely asked for it. And um, you know, they, they you know they sat there, they tried to play victim. They got they they foolishly put it on the internet. They went and started doing interviews about it as if they weren't committing a federal crime. And basically, we ended up in a situation where. Uh, as we saw online, the police let some of them in. Some police were taking pictures with them. It was just a real shit show going on at the uh, Capitol. So what was your thoughts on that when you first saw that go down as we all witnessed it live via social media and CNN and uh, 
MSNBC. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I mean, we're talking about white people for one, and I love my white people, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of you idiots out here mm-hmm. um, that use your skin color as uh, some type of alpha dominance. Mm-hmm. And um, that's never been the case. Uh, your skin color doesn't give you domination over another race ever. But what these assholes did was to um, run amok in the uh, capital, um, the state capital, the the capital of the nation, uh, for these guys to do what they did. Hold on, my internet is going crazy for a second. Hopefully, can you still hear me? Am I choppy? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. There you go. So for these for for these assholes to do what they did. it was one of the worst moments in our history. Um, Donald Trump is an asshole. I can't wait till he's out of uh, office. I hope that he does get indicted afterwards. I usually never wish um, jail on my worst enemy, and he's not an enemy of mine, but he's an ass white. Mm-hmm. So I hope he does get indicted. Um, and uh, I think everybody that hasn't been arrested should be brought in and uh slap with a charge um some community service mm-hmm. hefty fucking parole mm-hmm. um probation even if they don't do a jail a day in jail they all need some absurd shit that they would give any black man for a slap on the wrist that's what they need they need yes. the utmost uh harshest uh which would be jail time but yep. they need if they don't get jail time they need the harshest um penalties that means like five to ten years probation mm-hmm. you can't eat where black people party and all types of shit like, <laughs> they need an example set of yeah that, for sure. yeah exactly exactly for sure yeah if, if if this was a and we've heard it we've heard every black person say it, we've heard every athlete say it, we've heard every situation so I'll, I'll just quickly reiterate obviously have this have been a group of black people even discussing storming the capital down the fucking street they uh, listen, I, and I, listen. I'm from I'm from that area. I'm from the DMV, man. Like I used to uh, go down to Southeast DC to uh, Berry Farms. I used to play ball out there all the time. So you know, that's like I, I've I've been past the Capitol plenty of times in my life, and security there is tight. That's one of the most secure buildings in the United States, and they allowed them to just waltz on in, tear up the place, do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, listen, like again, had that have been somebody black. A group, a group of people, black, it would have been, man. I, I would, been I cap, would cap, not. Cap. That's I would not put it past them if they was to legitimately drop like a predator bomb or something like oh, that. Man. Had that have been the case, I would, not, I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't put it past them. No so, rubber bullets, no beat downs, no eye gouges, no pepper spray. Straight live rounds had that have been black people, and they let them go on. They let them cook. It was it was unbelievable. It was one of the most absurd things that I've seen. The only good thing that came out of it is that now the idiots that like to pretend that oh well you know it's, there is no difference between our police uh, and authority treat black people as white people. Yeah, this blue is the lives time that matter is, my ass. Yeah, this time it was absolutely undeniable. There's no way that they can view it any other way. So I think that. Um, you know, the young lady that ended up getting killed, uh, they, they they started showing her videos of what happened with her. And it was like, damn, you had ample amount of opportunity to not put yourself in that position. And now you gone over Donald Trump, 
who probably ain't even going to mention you. It's just like, you know, I, I, I think, you know, as an adult that you should make certain decisions. You should know, like, look, life is all about decisions. Everybody knows that. All your decisions that you make is going to turn into where you end up and what you become, right? And if you make a foolish ass decision, particularly her, because they said she used to be military. So you know what you're doing is illegal and you commit a federal crime by storming the damn Capitol and then you end up getting killed. So now you die as a traitor. It's just like decisions, man. These are decisions that I'm talking about. So I, it's, it's unfortunate that it went down like that. Um, I, I, I do got to say, you know, my mom, she stay out, you know, that my parents, they all stay out there. So my mom, she actually works around there. So luckily, because of, you know, due to COVID, she hasn't been in the area, but it's supposed right. to get, it's supposed to get real, uh, real crazy out in DC, man. So I, every, I encourage everybody, black in particular, to stay out of DC, man, for the next couple of days. Stay safe, because you never know what these idiots are going to do, man. They they did all that. A couple of them had uh, zip ties. They had guns in there. A couple of them, like, who knows what they was planning on doing initially. So definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely stay safe. One of the lowest, one of the lowest moments in recent history. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, you know they, they they should they should all be ashamed of themselves and hopefully like you said hopefully there is a very stiff stiff punishment jail time needs to be said punishment uh, uh, absolutely know, they, they need to set an example absolutely i i agree with everything you said man i don't have nothing further bro yes sir uh jail all the assholes who uh charged uh, um you know our uh nation's capital and um black people please stay the hell away this ain't our fight not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Took the words right out of mouth. Let them idiots do that. Yeah. All we gotta do is sit cook. back. Yep. All we gotta do is sit back like that Oprah meme where we showing them what the police do. Yeah, just, just look. Did we not tell you? Did we not tell oh, you? Let, let, let me sip my tea on this one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, yeah man, man. But um great show. I'm glad mm. we got the link back up and get this one in the books. Uh Absolutely. let's Get uh get ready for next week. Um, let's watch go Lakers, man. Let's do it, Lakers pals. Let's get it, man. We're gonna talk about it next week, brother. Definitely, and I can't wait to see the uh, next episode of um your uh, show. I love Spike, it, by the Spike way, and Spike and Isaac. I hey, appreciate um, it, man. You and Isaac are gut busting funny. Um, I like the uh, is he African? I like the, uh, the African <laughs> dude too. Oh uh, yeah! Oh, the one who <laughs> pretends to be after, uh, David. Yeah, David. yeah, 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 yeah. He played that um, role. Yeah. Y'all got some. Y'all got some good. Uh, some good. Um, action going on in that. Um, if you haven't, I urge everybody to check it out. Um, and yeah, man, Spike and Isaac. Um, Appreciate you, brother. Yeah. IG. Make sure, make sure that you uh, uh be pay attention because Motor about to be one of them soon. Morning next time. Yeah, you get out to LA. Get out <laughs> so to LA. Like get out to the West West. It's on and cracking. Get out the West straight up. Motor gonna be in one of the episodes, man, for real. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Um, make sure y'all subscribe. Uh it's Black Bald and Bearded Podcast. Spike Reeves, DJ Motor May. Never lost. <laughs> Never lost. All right. We out. We out. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Be sure to check us out on Anchor FM. Also, uh, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. So if you're looking, search on Google 
Black Bald and Bearded Podcast. And every Friday, man, we try to deliver some content. So if y'all haven't checked out the first couple episodes, um, you can add them on any podcasting platform that you have. And there will be a new one um, after tonight's podcast. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. Absolutely.